Gigi and Big Bright Beautiful World. Gigi at Bright Beautiful World. Hey, Gigi, my friend, Bright Beautiful World. And tuning into a brighter, beautiful world. You're listening to a bright, beautiful world. Because it's a bright, beautiful world out speak um bright beautiful world bright beautiful world what is her crusade well i think if you listen to her channel if you listen to her station what you'll find is her crusade is everything amazing in life hey bright beautiful world wow bright beautiful world hey Gigi of bright beautiful world bright beautiful world bright beautiful world Hey, bright, beautiful world. Bright, beautiful world. Hello, BBWGG. Because it's a bright, beautiful world. Yes, it's a bright, beautiful world. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to Bright, Beautiful World. Hello and good morning. Welcome to Bright Beautiful World. Thank you so much for listening. It is Monday morning on the 27th of May. I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but I work a lot of weekends. So a lot of the times I work every Saturday mostly. So Sundays, no, other way around. (laughs) Mondays are like Sundays for me. So I'm very lucky. I don't have to go into work today. But it also means that my week seems to be slightly longer than everyone else because I start on a Tuesday and then work through till Saturday. Anyway, that's another by the by thing. I'm really looking forward to today because I'm really looking forward to creating some good content. And hopefully by the end of today, I will have an episode to publish, which I'm really looking forward to. And can I say thank you so much for listening to... I know there's not very many people, so I appreciate every single one of you. And it it doesn't matter to me as long as there's one person um, that might resonate with something I say or something I'm going through. Just thank you so much for listening and I do hope you get something out of it. First of all, I just wanted to talk about this amazing experience I had this week. Um, now it's been quite a tough week at work there's a lot of changes we've got new management lots of ups and downs and things like that and there was a day where I was feeling really low (laughs) like I could not concentrate on anything everything was too difficult have you ever had those days where just everything seems a bit too difficult and then of course um, I'm trying to be quite aware of the thoughts that I think to myself and the stories that I'm telling myself And slowly you kind of notice your inner dialogue change from, right, this is going to be a good day, this is going to be a great day, we're going to get a lot done. And then it will change like to kind of, blimey, this is a bit hard. And oh, I can't seem to get that. And oh, I've missed that. And then suddenly it's quite a negative loop going through your brain. And it's quite difficult to break that loop when 
you're doing the same things basically day in and day out. You're tackling the same problems, you're fighting the same fires, you're talking to the same people. And it just made me feel really disconnected from everything that was going on around me. But I had my lunch break and I went onto Instagram, as I do, as one does <laughs> in this modern age of technology, and a little flashing icon popped up at the top of my screen that said Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul was going live. And I thought, hang on, I can never catch anybody's lives because a lot of the people I follow in the States or if you're in the UK, you're doing lives at the same time I'm working, you know, just a bit complicated. I thought, I can actually catch a live. This is amazing. So I clicked on watch live and Maria popped up on my screen and it was just a short conversation. She was in her car and she was talking about veganism and chicken costumes. I mean, she's always absolutely brilliant and so entertaining. And it was just me in her comments. And I know she couldn't read them, but I, I left them there for her to see back later. But it was just having that moment of feeling connected to someone who is in a completely different place. She was in her car driving somewhere. I'm, I'm sure it was exciting. And it was just being able to connect to her and go somewhere different, have something different happen that stopped that feeling of being cut off that then leads to loneliness and other worse things later on down the line, um, if you ever felt like that. And it was brilliant. It absolutely, I think it made my week. It was certainly the most memorable point of my week, just that 10 minutes of being in a moment, even remotely, even though we weren't in the same place and everything like that, it was just brilliant. So social media gets a lot of bad things said about it. It gets a lot of stick, but that was brilliant. That was so good. And I will forever be grateful to everyone who I've connected to on this platform, every single one. So thank you so much. Big shout out to Maria. <laughs> I hope she listens to this. And um, I just wanted to share that because it made such a difference. Anyway, on with the show. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to Bright Beautiful World. If you heard my last episode on my podcast, I kind of almost feel like I need to apologise a bit for it because I listened to it back, which I don't normally do, but I listened to it back and it was just lacking a certain energy that I like to record, I like to hear in podcasts and I like to think that I incorporate that into my podcast and it just, it didn't really hit the mark for me. Now, the next couple of episodes going forward, I would like to dive a bit further into mental health and going slightly darker, slightly to the more deep side of things there. So I'm not expecting the next couple of episodes to be that uplifting, but that, that previous one was lacking some energy for me. In my previous episodes, you can almost hear me gathering the energy and positivity to accomplish what I needed to in my life and that's what I talked about in the previous episode but in this one I would like to go into what happens 
after. So you've been running at your goal, you've gathered all your positive energy, you've done what you need to do, but what happens afterwards? So I'd done everything I needed to do, I'd bought my house, and I finally had the key in my hand. And it feels shameful to admit it, but it was such an anti-climax because it is something that I've been building up to for so long because I'd wanted it so much. And because the last three, four months of my life had kind of been dedicated to achieving it, like dedicated, I, I didn't give anything else that much room. Um, I was actually had to be very careful of what I let myself absorb and the messaging that I took on as well, because there were so many naysayers. Anyway, I had the key in my hand and I almost felt disappointed. There was no fanfare, there was no choir of angels singing. You just, I just went up to the estate agents and the, their little kind of office and they gave me a key and a fob and that was it. I was by myself, I let myself into my brand new apartment and four white blank walls stared back at me. That there, there just wasn't anything else. I don't really know what to say about it. It was such a strange feeling that all those years and my effort, my parents' effort, effort, effort I'd had from my friends, all boiled down to that one moment. And then that one moment, it was empty. It, it was really quite a strange experience. The one thing that made a huge difference to me was that one of the ladies I work with is incredibly sweet and she had noticed that I have a troll beads bracelet which is a bit like Pandora. You buy little beads, silver or glass, and then you string them on a bracelet yourself and it's a bit like a charm bracelet. So there are different beads to represent different times of your life or you can just buy them if they're pretty. But she wasn't in work on the day I completed on my house, but she had gone to the effort of going and buying me a little house bead which she'd hidden away in the cupboard and when I texted her to say I'd completed she said go and check in the cupboard and it just made a world of difference having that little present that little memento of such a big part of my life but other than that it was as I said it was just empty it was so strange even my mother texted me at the time and she said, well, that was a bit of an anticlimax. I kind of didn't know what to do next. And then suddenly it all hit me. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that when you're going through something particularly difficult, you're just in survival mode. You just need to get through it. And it's not until afterwards that everything catches up with you, all the emotions, all the stress, all the anxiety, it all kind of catches up after the event has taken place. And that's what happened to me here. I had the key, everything had been done, I paid all the money, yet the amount of stress that I felt was incredible. All the sleepless nights, all the tiredness, all the, um, 
what's it called when you, you've used up so much energy that you then have a deficit? Um, my friend has done some work on it. Oh, I've completely forgotten now. Anyway, I felt so stressed and it just all caught up with me. And it's not just the emotional, emotional element to it, but it's also the financial element as well when buying a house. So it's the emotional stress and all the emotional strings you've attached to this purchase. But then there's also the financial side of things. So the, sorry. <laughs> so the financial outlay that you put down and paying all the solicitors, paying the mortgage advisors, paying the actual mortgage, the surveying costs, the ground rent, service charge, the bills. And because you've just bought the place, you don't really know how much any of it is going to be. And it's not only um, a lot of time that you spend looking into this, but, but it's literally the money. And also, if you don't have any furniture, having to spend all the money to buy that, having to buy new pots and pans. And most of my furniture and, and things I was able to get are all second hands. But then you also have to pay for maybe removal men if you're moving house. And just financially, it was so, so stressful, as, as well as emotionally and having to um, make peace with this big move. And especially if you're working full time as well, you're having to go to a job nine to five and put in your best effort there. And then you're trying to make this home for yourself and you're trying to make the most of your purchase. So there's part of you going, I've just bought my first home. I should be so happy. I should be joyful. I should be excited. And there's the other part of you that feels a bit guilty because you're not enjoying this. <laughs> you're not enjoying the stress. You're not enjoying the anxiety. Um, at some points, it feels like everyone in the world you need to pay. And there was also so many other things going on. For example, work got incredibly stressful. Um, I had a probation period of three months and that got extended. So that uncertainty about whether I'd even have a job in three months and I've just bought a house or flat and not knowing whether you will really be able to pay your mortgage in three months. And a lot of people will say, oh, don't worry about it, you'll get through it. But there's always that doubt there's always that, that uncertainty about it. So you've just put everything you have on the line to accomplish what you wanted. And part of what enabled you to do that then gets pulled away. And also, I'm very sad to say that my relationship broke down as well, completely. So my other half and I are no longer together and we were together for seven, seven years, but we've known each other for eight or nine. So that was a huge part of my adult life. I had also been just gone overnight, which was incredibly upsetting. And there's a lot of things I needed to work through for that as well. But it was just all of this going on 
and my mental health just took such a huge hit and it's amazing what we discount like you've just accomplished something amazing surely you should be happy but in reality there is so many other things going on that sometimes it makes it very hard to cope and it's that guilt as well that I should be happy I should I've been able to do what I've always wanted but then why do I feel completely drained and the word I was looking for earlier was um <laughs> oh god don't tell me I've forgotten again uh fatigue you have this kind of adrenaline fatigue I think it's called where you've been running so hard for so long and then you just there were there were some days where I just thought that I was missing that happiness hormone I don't I can't remember if it's called serotonin or that might be something completely different but it was like I had none of that in my body because I was so filled with anxiety about my job about my relationship and then having to look after this new home that I worked so hard to get for myself and worrying that I'd let something slip through the crack through the cracks so there was just a lot going on and I'd always imagined doing this buying my first home with someone else so I imagined having someone else there with me to share in that moment of jubilation and that just it didn't happen so um i'm going to see maybe on a later episode if i can talk a bit more about that but yes i just wanted to share this with you and to see if any of you have gone through the same thing you've worked really hard you'd have achieved it and then you kind of feel empty or like me stressed and anxious after after it's all been done but yes do call in i've got i know i've been talking for a while but i've got a um a what's it called a raise your vibrations coming up next and i've got a couple of songs in the end so if you listen through anchor i think you'll be able to hear the music um but if you listen through kind of apple podcasts i don't think you can but anyway, on to raise your vibrations. Welcome to day 45 of Raise Your Vibrations. If this is the first episode you're listening to, we're going through a book called Raise Your Vibrations by Kyle Gray. And every day or whenever I post an episode, we go through one of the days in his book and we've had some really fascinating days. But today, I'm so excited about because it's all about listening to your intuition and getting in touch with that inner voice, which he describes as your soul voice. So you may have an ego voice, which kind of tends to perhaps trip you up on occasion or reminds you of all the bad things that can happen. But then you also have that inner soul voice, which is much kinder and um, prompts you to go in the right directions. And it's all about listening to that inner voice. 
a lot of the times I think the first step towards changing your behavior is just being conscious to, about what you're thinking. So this kind of taps in nicely to that. So what we have to do today is ask our guides to help tap into the guidance of that inner soul voice so you can follow your true heart's desire and take steps towards living the life that you wish to. So today's prayer, as I'm going to call it, is, thank you soul for being such a great teacher. I'm overwhelmed with joy to know that you have been speaking to me and I promise I have done everything I could to follow your guidance. Thank you angels for helping me intuitively discern the voice of my soul so I can move forward towards a life that is filled with integrity and purpose. I realize that the voice of my soul is loud when I am ready to listen. Today I am ready to hear, so let me hear loud and clear. And so it is. And today's vibe is, today I choose to listen to the voice of my soul. That to me is such a powerful message because I think absolutely everyone could do with just taking time to listen to that inner voice. And it, sometimes it can come up with guidance that is so completely unexpected. So I do hope you have fun with this one and hopefully talk to you soon. Bye. Note to self, but he that dares not grasp the thorn should never crave the rose, as Anne Bronte said. I shall repeat, but he that dares not grasp the thorn should never crave the rose. That is all. The final thing I want to say is that although when you're in a dark place, sometimes people will say, just look on the bright side. Why are you being so negative? Just look on the bright side of things. But sometimes if you're not, if you don't have that energy or you don't have those hormones or whatever you want to call it, sometimes you can't look on the bright side. Sometimes there is too much dark and that's okay you do get through it, you do come out the other side, it just takes a bit of time to recalibrate, to process the things you've gone through and all of the rest of it. So if you're in that place of just not being able to see a silver lining or you can see a silver lining but you don't really feel it if you get my drift, that's okay, just take your time and work on it and it will come. So, Thank you so much for listening to Bright Beautiful World. As always, you can always find me on Instagram. And do give me a call in, do send me a message. Let me know if you agree, if you disagree. I would love to hear your voice. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely, lovely week and hopefully talk to you soon. Thank you, bye.